You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. As psychedelic research is becoming less taboo in the scientific world, more studies are being based around this topic in order to broaden knowledge and education in around and around psychedelics. Otago University PhD student Jai Whelan is working on research with psychedelics with psychedelics, which leading on from previous study with MDMA. Jai and a few others, including Ryan Ward, who is a lecturer and researcher here at the University of Otago, are assisting and leading this study in psychedelic experiences in Aotearoa. Kia ora, Jai. Thanks for coming in today. Kia ora. Thanks for having me. So um, what was the aim of this research, and is it personal account-based? Uh, yes, so the, the total aims of this research is really to get a better understanding of the experiences of psychedelic users in Aotearoa. Uh, so we've only just launched the study, so we haven't actually had any participants yet. Uh, but a lot of, well, all of the research will be uh, personal experiences um, and discussion-based. So it's a purely qualitative study uh, looking to discuss a whole range of different things with groups of individuals who have used psychedelics before. Cool. And is this part of a larger project? Is there a bigger picture that you're hoping to achieve? Uh, well, this will be the first of hopefully many uh, looking at psychedelics uh, within the Aotearoa context. Uh, it is a kind of follow-up to previous work that I've done with MDMA, looking at MDMA users' experiences um, and their knowledge. Uh, so hopefully this will be kind of the, the springboard for a, a lot more studies to come and a lot of work for a lot more students. Awesome. So um, psychedelics are a popular uh, drug and psychology at the moment. Could you talk about the stigmas surrounding psychedelics and their safeness compared to other drugs such as like nicotine or alcohol? Sure. So uh, previously, due to a, a large number of reasons, there's been a huge amount of stigma associated with psychedelics. Um, you know, just um, on top of a lot of all. Uh, I'd say all illicit drugs in general, uh, but psychedelics in particular, we've imported a lot of our attitudes uh, and perceptions from overseas, particularly the US, uh, and that kind of started around the 1960s. Uh, the hippie movement, uh, although it had a big impact, it was one thing that was pushed back against rather heavily, and so a lot of that drug use that was quite prevalent back then got driven underground, made illicit, that kind of thing. And so a lot of our perceptions have been shaped by Just Say No campaign of the Reagan administration in the US, um, among others. And so a lot of people have kind of a lot of misconceptions about the safety of psychedelics. Uh, two relatively recent studies compared to um, you know the long history of psychedelic use um, have shown that uh, at least LSD and mushrooms have ranked uh, at the highest number three uh, in terms of harm of the most commonly used drugs in any one country. Uh, the two particular ones of interest for us are the UK and Australia, where mushrooms ranked uh, the least harmful and LSD ranked the third most harmful in Australia and together third most harmful in the UK. And that, that's comparing to other drugs like alcohol, which ranked number one in Australia, uh, number one in the UK, and some other drugs that people know to be um, to cause some problems or to um, exacerbate some problems, like heroin and methamphetamine, which rank rather highly as well. Um, one one of the study's aims is to reduce the stigma around psychedelics, which you've talked a little bit about. And uh, we were wondering if you have sort of thought of any solutions for how this could be done. Like, is there anything that could be implemented in education? 
Uh, education being implemented full stop is something that definitely needs to happen. Um, there's some work going on in that space with Tuturu being rolled out uh, across the country, which hopefully will start to reduce stigma around drugs, um, illicit or illicit uh, generally. Um, more public campaigns need to go out, I think, and the funding is a big problem there. Um, but hopefully from our scientific perspective, we can get out people's experiences, how they feel, what they see, um, and what they do, and hopefully that reduces stigma uh, more generally. Yeah. Uh, as a PhD student, is drug psychology research something that interested th- you throughout your time at uni? And other students that are interested, how could they get involved in similar topics? Um, my personal interest, I suppose, has been kind of a long time coming, I guess. I came into university as a neuroscience student, so it was always something there in drugs uh, you know, traditionally used as a tool within scientific research, but particularly in neuroscientific and psychological research. So I was slowly getting exposed to it more and more over time. And uh, kind of when I saw an opening and had developed some of my own ideas, I took that to Ryan and said, hey, what do you think about getting into this space? And he was really great, and he trusted me um, and trusted my ideas and let me get into that. Um, and now that's, of course, turned into this, and it's getting a, gotten a lot bigger. Um, and so any other students that are uh, interested or have their own ideas, you know, I would just encourage them to reach out to researchers, whether that's Ryan or any other researcher in any department with their ideas and see if uh, you know, they can convince them to take them on as well. Uh, psychedelic therapy for mental health is becoming pretty popular with some virgin versions such as ketamine microdosing nasal spray for treatment-resistant depression being in clinical trials at the moment. Do you think that there will be a space for this in the healthcare system in Aotearoa? Um, I think that there will be a space uh, for many types of psychedelic or other drug-assisted therapies. Uh, I think that while we are in the process of kind of going through those trials, whether it be in our own country or overseas, we need to really carefully think about how we can actually integrate that into a system um, or change our system to allow for that to occur. And we also have to be mindful um, of how that treatment will be carried out and how accessible it will be um, you know, to various types of groups for various reasons. And we also need to be mindful of the cost and making sure that it's available to anyone who needs it. Um, particularly groups that have been, you know, forgotten about for a very long time. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.